10, 9, 8, Welcome to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. We are, we are back. We're so excited to have you here with us again. Yeah, welcome. Please have a seat. Can I get you something to drink? Sit by the fire. Warm your hands. It's been a long... It's it's cold out there. Yes. Yeah, no, let's get that jacket. Hey, Colin, grab that blanket. Of course. Get him Get him like a some hot tea, a hot toddy maybe. Oh, hot cocoa? Hot cocoa. Oh, we've got those little marshmallows. Mm. There you go, friend. Are you comfortable now? Hey, what's up? You know, you're in our little cabin here being warmed by our fire. I'm Chris Brady Denton. I'm a massive Green Day fan. If you want to stay by this fire, you're going to have to listen to me talk endlessly about some fucking rock and roll, baby. Who, who are you? I'm I'm Colin Brady. Colin goddamn Brady. Sure. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying I'm just trying to like not be boring for once, but the harder I try, the more boring I get, I think. Colin boring Brady. But you massive boring, Green Day fan. You can yeah. be a badass. You, you can you just love Green Day, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Massive fan. Yeah. Hey Colin. Yeah. What's up, sweetie? It's so good to it's so good to talk to you. It's like, you know, sometimes I I know it's confusing because we're so conversational. I think you and I've got kind of a nice chem there's there's something going on, right? There's a nice give and take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're figuring it out. I think so. And, and I know that surely, it's yeah. slowly but surely, right? And there's kind of a, a rat tat tat. And I and I know like sometimes that that chemistry and that timing it makes it feel like we're in the same room you know it makes us feel like we're in like the same podcast studio both with the audio quality and like the snappiness of the conversation oh yeah oh, they're, in the, they're in a professional podcast studio. yeah but i mean the crazy thing is is that we're not we're halfway across the world from each other but thanks to modern modern technology sure is a, i mean you know what with the computers and the touch screen and the microphone and it's just like Ah, oh, this day and age. It boggles the mind what the kids are doing these days. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I mean, know. you know, and and to think that we were once those kids who didn't know what the what a Who'sie What's It iPod was, and a, you know, I had a I had a flip phone and a you know a, a freaking you know dream and a and a pair of Heelys. You know, just to think. <laughs> Man, I miss the that, Heelys days for sure. Yeah. All of that is to say, how are things in Seattle, dear sweet Colin? Oh, thank you so much for asking. I'm I I can't believe I almost forgot about this. I I am I'm wonderful, you know. I am just peachy. Uh I'm just excited for for all the uh, festivities, you know, upcoming festivities. Thanksgiving is, you know, probably my favorite holiday. Yeah. Yeah, things are things are good, you know. Living living my same old boring life. Now, uh Chris I challenge you. What? <clears throat> what? What, sorry, what have you? What have you been up to? What, what have you been up to? What has been so I'm goddamn sorry. interesting oh. down there in, in Los Angeles for you? I'm sorry. I know maybe it's just a little late. I don't know what happened. I, I <laughs> kind of dozed off there. I don't know what happened. It's just your voice is almost like a lullaby. Yeah. Uh, you know, except not melodic or nice. No. It's just no. kind of makes you monotone you and, and mm. slow. And I, I guess another reason I'm kind of dozing off. I'm a little tired is uh I, I had quite a big week i i went to a film festival uh Ooh, up in napa this okay. last weekend okay yeah and it was you know and a real fun part of that is is you get to see a lot of short films that you don't you don't see elsewhere some of these other films get distributed their feature films but the short films generally kind of disappear so that's always really fun to see those and they had a q a with the filmmakers afterward oh, cool. okay and you know, I, I'm aspiring, and they are. So I, uh, you know, wanted to ask a question. I wanted to ask something that I think is very interesting and showing. I, I like to ask, uh, what was the budget on these films? And it's interesting because some people get very squirrely when you ask them that question. Really, they want to talk money, mm -hmm. but like I'm not. It's it's these are all short films, and generally, like the budget is you know somewhere in like a few thousand, sometimes you know even in the hundreds. They're very low budgets. Wow, and Less I always, I always think it's very cool to see how they've scrounged together to make something happen like i think that's the accomplishment of filmmaking is is kind of you know cost cutting and, and fighting the obstacles while still you yeah know, like making the art uh you know kind of stand yeah, up that makes sacrificing sense. stories so really you should be rating movies by like a ratio of quality to cost right 
In a way, that's true too. But I, I'm always amazing that the, the, the with consistency, the person who spent the most money on their film was n- by far not the best film. Interesting. I'd say it that mm. is a like shocking pattern that I noticed every single time. The film that was kind of like, yeah, was by far the most expensive. Huh. But in any case, I, I so I asked their question, what are the, what's the budget on these on these bad boys? I said, what are the budgies? <laughs> and they, I actually did though, and they you said, did you uh, said budgies. I, I said, what are the budgies on these babies? Oh, and God. I know. And this guy, whose film I actually really enjoyed, he, he got the mic and he came at me with this. He said, like, well, the truth is, you know, short films are made with a lot of heart. And it's, you know, like it's, it's a bunch of favors from friends scrounging all of your resources to make it together. And at the end of the day, it's a lot of love. Um, so like, I couldn't put a number on that. And I wanted to say, hey, buddy, fuck you. <laughs> Give me enough. What are you saying? Did you overspend or underspend? You're hiding something. What is this? So did you find out? Did you find out what he was hiding? No, he didn't give a fuck. That was the most annoying thing. Everyone else gave an answer. He he gave that answer. What a motherfucker. And people like, like I felt like people were going to clap. It was, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, so I'm, I had so that that hap- I'm so yeah, sorry that happened. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That is, yeah, okay. that's embarrassing for you. That was how are things in Napa. Um, I'm glad to be back home. You know, God, that pretentious shit. Oh yeah, uh, L.A. L.A. is never, yeah. never known for no. Being and L.A. is very down to earth, <laughs> salt of the earth people here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's only been it's only been a week here, but Green Day's been dropping plenty of these these I mean, uh, I need, hot little. I need to get the Swiffer back out. I know, I know. It just keeps getting so fucking messy. Starting to get sticky again. It's getting sticky. But yeah, first up here, we've got uh, a bromance photo um, with Billy Joe and Post Malone, of all people. Um, Yeah, this, it's like kind of cute and kind of surprising. Yeah, I think I was mainly mainly just surprised is is really all I was mainly just surprised. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was kind of cute. Don't get me wrong. It was kind of cute. Well, you know what the post, Billy Joe, it looks like he made this post and and he captioned it, curly hair, great show. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's Posty and next to Billy Joe. Uh, Posty's much taller than BJA, uh, by the way, which is funny because you know Billy's kind of a short little guy. Was Billy um, at Posty's show though? And I think that's what it was. I okay. think he probably was at Posty's show. Um, and I think he uh, maybe they have the same management or something where this is just a nice simpatico pose uh, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like that he's like saying curly hair because I got curly hair. And you know what? I think Billy identify even though he flat irons the fuck out of his hair i think he probably does have curly hair oh yeah so he relates yeah and so in that way we feel close to him don't we colin i mean slightly i guess we're both curly headed fucks yeah but i'd never even like thought of billy as being a curly headed fuck you know if you fight it if you fight it it that hard then you don't yeah you don't represent it it pretty hard no kidding i've been there though Uh, the curly hair life is kind of shitty let's be real yeah it's hard Um. Anyway, yeah. So that was just kind of cute. And I also thought it was cute that Post Malone's wearing this cute little kitten shirt with like butterflies and shit on it. Oh man, just too you know much. the one the one question I had with that photo that I really wanted to know. I don't know if you had this thought too. Is like what is in Bill? What can is in Billy's hand? Hmm. Like Billy, is that a Pepsi or is that a beer? Be honest with me now, son. <laughs> Uncle Billy, I'm not sure if I want to know, honestly. I know I don't want to know. I'm just, you know, I think I think we really no know, judgment. and in our hearts of hearts, no we really here. do know, you know. I know, and there's no judgment, you know. Just, yeah. just, I hope the album's good. We've all, all been there. Say. We've all, you know, had the vodka in the water bottle. Yeah, I, I think it's probably a, uh, it's probably a Bud Light can, but it's filled with a straight vodka. Exactly, you know, and then you hate to see it. Yeah, it's it's a sad thing. I see this uh, this thing was it with uh, Jimmy Kimmel's Mean Tweets. Yeah, yeah. So did they the, feature our Oakland guys. They did. They featured all three of them. Um, and uh, I guess one Twitter user's thoughts that uh, drummer Trey Cool looks like an emo version of Ted Cruz. Ah, and pointed out that bassist Mike Dern looks like a Russian president Vladimir Putin. I think uh, Billy uh, Billy pointed that out. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I will give them Trey looking like emo version of Ted Cruz. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I actually feel that. Yeah, I feel well, the Vladimir cool. Putin. I feel the Vladimir Putin thing a little bit too. I guess too. I guess he's just got that nice head of hair, so it's hard to tell. He's got that Wolverine hair. Exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like a very skinny Putin. 
need to get a bald cap on him yeah oh dude if mike durant could play then be the next wolverine that would be so sick oh my god oh i think he might be a little bit past his prime though no hashtag mike durant for wolverine hashtag mike mike durant new wolverine i think that's it hashtag mike durant new wolverine how are we gonna because the hair's the chop's already there oh now this one was super heartwarming uh we heard that billy uh Billy sent a video to a fan who was, who was really into him back in the ni- mid-1990s. And um, he gave her a call, and she didn't believe it was him, so she hung up on him. And then Adrian, Billy's wife, uh, gave the same fan a call right afterward trying to convince her. And then she hung up on Adrian, too. And then Billy made a videotape of himself holding up her cards and stuff and like talking about you know whatever and sent her the videotape. And so this videotape just recently surfaced online. I just thought it was just a, a cute little story. Yeah, she like tweeted it out, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I I want to say I I I read this little article. I think it's very sweet. It's very cute. Um, uh, I, I will say the only thing, the, the only part of this story that is completely necessary that makes everything else around it even remotely okay, is Adrian calling the fan back. Because if otherwise there was a story about creepy. Billy just calling a fucking fifteen-year-old fan, and then when oh, she hangs up, yeah. sending her a video, it's like what kind of like '90s Jesse Lacey shit That's is this? Thank fucking God his <laughs> wife was in on it, and like, it, it truly, genuinely seems like they were just trying to be nice and like to a a girl who was a major fan, and they were just you know he just yeah, like, responded yeah. to his fans, and and this was in the '90s, right? As they were kind of taken off, and I'm, I'm sure him and his wife, you know thought this was like a nice fun thing to do probably kind of together because mm-hmm. it seems like she was in the room with him when he was calling initially uh yeah yeah not, in any case like thank god adrian is involved with this because otherwise this is a horror story without that one fact <laughs> i didn't i didn't think about it but you're absolutely right yeah that would be you didn't that'd be no i, 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 I was not. struck by that immediately huh okay i was like god bless you 80 you had to have been there or this could have sunk my man <laughs> very true that's a bja ender (laughs) she's not there oh boy in any case it's time i think we get down to brass tacks it's time we start cutting cheese Mm -hmm. cutting diamonds you know what i mean absolutely let's talk about the album of the week shenanigans uh now this isn't this isn't necessarily hey hey i know this is serious business don't you say that to me What's what's the name of the album this week? Shenanigans. No, Colin, stop. I'm being Shenanigans. Tomfoolery. No, we're doing the album of the week right now. What is it? Tomfoolery. It's called Tomfoolery. Okay. Yes. All right. So this is Tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. All right. It and, is. Uh, Tomfoolery is uh, not a proper album. I would oh. say. Oh. Oh, back to your racist ways. Okay. It's a fucking compilation, okay? Oh, it's a Jesus. fucking compilation. Oh, generations generations to come are just going to cringe when they hear this. And my I grandchildren. I don't know why you treat this like a real album. Making all those other real albums feel lesser, you know? Your Uncle Colin didn't know what he was saying at this time. <laughs> uh, anyway, Shenanigans, better known as Tomfoolery, is a uh, compilation of B-sides, rarities, covers... And one unreleased uh, Green Day track. Ding, ding, ding. Shenanigans sold not nearly as many as most of uh, Green Day's albums, as you might expect. Um, I think a, a paltry 280,000 copies by uh, 2010. Yeah, paltry was the exact word I was going to use as well. Yeah, yeah. I also would have accepted meager mm. or abysmal. Oh, I need to start using abysmal more. Mm-hmm. that's a buzzword that's a 2020 buzzword right there it is critically it was sort of a similar story looks like shenanigans got you know just 61 out of 100 on metacritic which i think is you know comparable to some of their early albums but i think they're they're hitting the 70s for for most of those so yeah and 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 i think there's something about it, it you know it's advertised and announced as a seri- a collection of b-sides so yeah yeah I, I think everyone you can see in reflected in the sales and perhaps the critical reception I, that probably people going into it with an attitude of that feeling like this is not a must buy and it's not a must listen. 
Exactly. You know, as yeah. far as reviews and then the album sales. But we'll get into it in a second. But frankly, I'm saying I think they're kind of wrong. Wow. Okay. This this might be uh this episode might be a bit of there might be some conflict here. We'll I see. will break you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. So Albemart. Albemart. Like yeah. Chris Billheimer. Mm-hmm. He, remember him? He's the man responsible for for a number of their album artworks, I believe. Yeah, what was the other one he did earlier? Um, 21st Century Breakdown. And I, I think the quote I read was that he did 21st Century Breakdown in the four before that. So I guess that would mean American Idiot, Shenanigans, Warning, and Insomniac? He did um he did uh Nimrod. He did Nimrod. The, he, he worked with, yeah, he worked with REM and this was the Nimrod was his first album with Green. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, so I guess they've they've used him moving forward with a lot. That's cool. He he's done a lot of different styles for them, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that is very. So, interesting. so he did this spray paint. Uh, yeah, depiction of them. Yeah, so it's sort of just a a, a spray painted picture of the the boys, the GD boys, on a, a just a plain concrete wall. Um, yeah, and they're kind of dripping down. It's like this cool graffiti, mm-hmm. um, and it's like busts of them, and they have all got their like kind of bleach blonde hairs. They did it this time. And it's it's it's. I think it's a striking image. I kind of like it. Yeah, I think it's a good cover. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the uh, original album didn't have the Green Day Shenanigans sticker on it. Oh yeah, um, I think you're right. Isn't that right? But then I think when it came into stores, it was so it was just the picture of them on the wall blank, which I love. Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of cool. But but it, people didn't know what it was, uh, just on the shelves. Mm-hmm. So so the I guess someone created a sticker that they got, so it got shipped out with this sticker on it and it kind of became part of the album art and if you look at it on Spotify or any of the streamers I think it has what you know that sticker on the in the corner saying Green Day shenanigans. Okay, so it sort of, sort of like eventually became the official part of the album art. Yeah, I think that's the, the story. Just like it, then then enough people saw it that way mm-hmm. and left it on, you know, and then it's just kind of there. Yeah. Uh, interesting but yeah i i think as a kid this it it caught my attention right away uh this album art even i didn't even realize it was b-sides at the time yeah yeah i i think i i i honestly didn't listen to this album for years and years and years after i even initially got into green day so i don't think i have as much of a as much of a like connection to it you know as a lot of very interesting yeah it's like i was raised at home and you were raised in an orphanage exactly trying to like be friends trying to bridge that gap it's fundamental misunderstandings yeah (laughs) uh anyway what's this yeah (laughs) moving on uh, in in uh, 2002, right after the album dropped, the band went on a tour with uh, Blink-182, actually, the Pop Disaster Tour. Oh, that's what, so the, this that, is that's actually, what this documentary was about. Exactly, that, was that, about. that yeah, documentary, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Riding in Vans with Boys. Thank you, yes, yes. So that documentary Fantastic. was made at this time. Um, so this was that would, would have been immediately after Shenanigans, and the band did not play any songs from the album on that tour. Which I thought was just sort of funny, you know. Even though they are B sides and rarities, it does seem like you'd play at least something from it. I mean, it's interesting because I think after Warning, which was their worst selling album mm-hmm. um, up to that point, you know, after Dookie breaking so big, yeah, on on the major label, it, it just seems like there was this steady decline for Green Day, and I do feel yeah. like they were viewed it kind of in the death throes of their career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's I possible, think, yeah. You know, I I, think, I believe I read a quote from someone that was talking about uh, the the pop disaster tour with Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day, and being like, "It is so sickening that Green Day should be having to share the stage with Blink One Eighty Two. Like the caliber <laughs> of band that each one of these are. There's different levels performers. Uh huh. Uh huh. But everyone could feel on the tour, and and, and you know, Green Day felt around them. They they, you know, their currency had kind of gone down. Right. You know, even right. though I think Warning is one of the best albums they've ever made, it's just dollars it just, and cents at yeah. the end of the day. And they were playing smaller and smaller shows, less and less people were buying and showing up. And it was just, you know, and I think Shenanigans was almost like a confirmation of that. It was like, oh, they're just kind of unloading the songs they've recorded mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. while they, you know, while they can. So it's just kind of, they're just kind of milking this, uh, like kind of, you know, it's release everything. Right, right. Yeah, I get that. Um, I, I definitely pick up I, that vibe. At least I think that was some of the, maybe the interpretation of it, even if that wasn't necessarily their intention. 
I think that I think that's pretty accurate assessment of it. Definitely. Because it is at least definitely the end of an era for the band. When they come back next, it will be after a major reinvention, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, which will be American Idiot, obviously. And as they kind of become brought to a whole new generation of fans, uh, including you and I, yours truly. Yep. But at this time, they kind of had these phases where it's like, you know, 1039 through Dookie. You know, and, and and maybe that era kind of ends with an insomniac. And then I think Nimrod through shenanigans is kind of another phase. Interesting. That go through. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting grouping. And I, I think I agree with you for sure. Like they're really more punk up, up through insomniac. And then they're trying experimenting with other styles. Is this sort of what you're thinking? Yeah. And then shenanigans is them kind of offloading a lot of that other stuff that they've been experimenting with right. kind of in those sessions. Um, speaking of, there was a a song uh, that was actually cut from the track listing called DUI that was written by Trey. And uh, it was removed because Mike said it was filled with great advice. And Billy said he, quote, likes your responsibility, but not that much your responsibility. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's nice to see that Billy will draw a line somewhere, you know. In this day and age, probably a good that was probably a good call. On yeah. Part. See, that's what it could might. have really sunk his shit. Yeah. That could have aged very poorly. Yeah. Worse than it would have at the even it was at the time. Yeah. 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 Do you have any other uh facts or thoughts about the album you like to I share mean, first? big thoughts are just that I as I kind of mentioned, I've been listening to this, you know, since I got all of my Green Day discography. So I didn't I didn't wait on this, but so I have been listening to it for a while, but I, I haven't revisited it in a quite a bit and revisiting it this past week it's just i i feel like if any other band released i don't know this album it, 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 you'd be stoked i think it's a really diverse cool set list and wow. i think a lot of the songs are like essential green day and there's certain elements i don't like that are like you know could have been worked on but i think they kind of put things out bare bones it was hmm. the nature of the project okay and uh not everything is great certainly and i think some things are too similar to other existing works by other musicians so Mm -hmm. i think maybe that was the reason but certain tracks man i like i think are essential green like i i don't this had to have been released yeah yeah that is that's so interesting that's so interesting for me to hear because i i just totally don't feel that way i think that i think that a lot of these songs are just like essentially the same as a lot of the songs from the albums they're from and so they wouldn't have added anything on those albums. So I'm glad they weren't on them. But I also don't even think I'm really getting much out of them by listening to them, you know? And I hate to be such a, like, downer. But, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's well, how like, I felt about most of this album, honestly. Okay, well, why don't we jump into it? And then we, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. We'll, we'll start to really have our fights. <laughs> okay. I'm starting good. to get ready. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and just a forward to... Um, oh, no. Chris is going to try to make guesses on each of these songs from which era they're from. And uh, that's right. So, yeah, just each just, one of these is because there, there was this session that they were recording it right during which album it correlates with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. I'm just so curious we'll, to see. Uh, see how yeah, predictable what, what I think, because I actually yeah. did not look these up. I actually don't know these. Um, I Again, I, I did not do nearly as much research as I should have. So this is actually will be fun way yeah. of taking advantage of my stupidity. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, track one here. Should we just hop in the one by ones, or do you have anything else? No, no, yeah, please, let's do it. Track one here is Suffocate, and I think this is a fantastic album opener. It's, I mean, it's not bad. It's good, you know. And it, it like for me, it sounds a lot like early Green Day, but I don't know. There's nothing like particularly original or interesting about it to me. Oh, you know? I just this pumps me up. Because it's like the chug chug, he does the palm muted chug chug to the one he does the open chords and the bitch. Uh, I think the guitar fucking kicks in this song. <laughs> the chorus? This is, I think this hmm. is a central Green Day. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the chorus doesn't I think really. It starts the album off in a way where you're like, oh, B sides? This is like A sides. It doesn't hook me in, you know? I don't it's know. It's like what it I is. let you put your P in my A sides. Jesus, that you know? is dirty. No one wants to hear about that. Jesus. Sorry. God. Sorry, mom. But seriously, it's a. I think it's a wonderful song. So, uh, and it's called suffocate. It's kind of again about suffocating relationship and, and also suffocating yourself. Yeah. Um. So, Chris, would you have a would you have a guess for uh, what era you'd think this is from? What era that suffocate is from? Um. 
You know, I would guess it would be Insomniac era. Okay, nice guess. Um, Is that it's right? Nim- no, it's Nimrod, I'm afraid. Oh, I I guess Kerplunk. Why'd you say nice guess? Oh, what I just thought it was that? a good. I just thought it was a good guess. I thought it does sound like Insomniac a little bit. Well, every guess is a good guess if it doesn't have to be right. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Next time you get one oh. right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you think you got it wrong too. Why can't math class work like that? <laughs> it, was, it was a good guess. Oh, you were totally wrong, but it was a good. You tried. Okay, so what is it? It's Nimrod. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And what's this? You said it was Australian edition of Nimrod? Yeah, yeah. So I think a bonus track off of the uh, Australian edition of Nimrod. Oh, that, see, that makes me feel better that at least they knew it was kind of a... I mean, I guess they put anything on Nimrod, so it doesn't matter. But Exactly, whatever. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a bonus track. Who really cares yeah. about the bonus tracks? Come on. You know, when when you listen to this much Green Day, sometimes I think you especially you colin you get Mm -hmm. a little desensitized (laughs) track two desensitized do you agree yes i agree yeah okay (laughs) i actually totally agree with that that's pretty accurate that's probably why i don't like this album so much you know i I think so desensitized these tunes you heard it out of the blue i think you'd like it more yeah it's because we've been binging yeah now, now this, this intro song, is pretty I, funny. I have a, I have a bit of a hard time with actually. This is one I do have a problem with. Oh, okay. What are your thoughts on this? I I mean, same thing pretty much. I just because right like, now, what are we hearing? Just someone. Destroy we're just hearing someone destroy things, yeah, and scream, and clearly have like, maybe. Is it what is it, Mike? Time. It's definitely one of the guys, likely. I think it might be all of the guys. Yeah, wrecking the room. Yeah, yeah. One of their. Here's my things. biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Once the song starts, I really like it. Wait, that's your problem with it? I want to get ripped off. That's great. That's really good. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy that. And I think the song that precedes it, I just have to say, it's waiting through almost a minute of like these unsettling sounds of it, this, <laughs> these guys yelling and destroying a room. Yeah. But when you hear, are you listening right? It's fantastic. Yeah. It's okay. It's, a it's great okay. Song. I mean, I'll say this one's like, a little more fresh you know it's sort of interesting the how harmonics they, oh, the so harmonics fun. the way they like cut you know um cut the lyrics and then just go back to the guitar and yeah. i just like the guitar riff too is sort of interesting yeah i think it's pumping i, I like this song again the thing that i that i feel is kind of like demo b-sidey is the, the uh is is the intro with that kind of gimmicky intro it's like mm. you know you think it's gimmicky though? Time. You wrote a great song. Stop wasting our time. Honestly, I think the intro is interesting. Like I, I don't know if I like it, but I think it's it's interesting at the very least. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It would have it would have set it, it apart time. on a on an actual album, but I was driving at night listening to this album, and like it it was like not fun to listen to that part of the song. <laughs> I could I could picture <laughs> that. Like, yeah, trying to just focus on the road. Uh... In any case. Oh well. Um, what era is this from? I, I, oh, I would say. Yeah. Is it Nimrod? It is Nimrod. Nice. Okay. I guess the same. I feel like they probably just shot a. I, I think a lot of these are gonna be Nimrod. I think. I don't want to give you any hints, but you're right. <laughs> so it's B side on Good Riddance, and then also a bonus track on the uh, Nimrod editions uh, in in Australia and J- Japan. What an interesting flip side to Good Riddance. Yeah, I know. This really does not these fit guys that, destroying that vibe the room. at all. Yeah. I know. They just they do not like letting Goodridden sit alone. They always have to follow it with something to rock it. I know, I know. I actually I actually heard that you know, at some point that um that Billy was just like not so sure how it'd be taken, basically. And so he was like a little uncomfortable about putting it on the album. Because they had written it for like Dookie or something originally. Oh, huh. Yeah. Well anyway. I'm glad they did. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And Macy's Day Parade, by the time they got to that, they felt a lot more more confident because of good riddance. So. Yeah, yeah, that definitely bolstered their confidence. I mean, yeah. anyone who says otherwise, you can say right to their face, you can say, you lied. <laughs> and I'll say right here, right now, track three, You Lied, is by far my favorite on the album. Really? It's okay. so it's so good. I don't know what it is. I think it's super catchy. Like, I would totally listen to on an album. Oh, I. By the way, I agree. I'm just surprised that this is the one that tipped you. Oh, okay. Huh. I really love the slow drums. Yeah. Fantastic heavy toms. Yeah, you don't get to hear Trey play slow often on this album. It happens a few times. I think it's very fun. Yeah, I agree. 
And there's like a guitar solo partway through that's like just really slow and not complicated at all, but I like really enjoy it too. It's it's sort of strange. Yeah, this is just a kind of a good pop song, and it's again kind of about a, a yeah, you know, a, it's something that's very catchy and upbeat, but it's also a classic Billy Joe about you know calling someone out. You lied. This True. Relationship ain't going right, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's addressing these feelings the best he can, and and that's in song. Yeah. And some of the lyrics, too, are just hilarious. One of them is like, your nose is growing into the third dimension. Like, oh comparing, comparing them to Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, see, he's calling it out, man. Billy with the wordplay. Uh, so anyway, do you, what's, your, uh, what's your guess here, Chris? For you lied. Um, is it Nimrod again? It is Nimrod. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good call. I, you, you can kind of feel it after a point. I There's think so. There's some the guitars, I guess, that are kind of Nimrod. Mm-hmm. And so this one was also on the Australian edition, Nimrod, and another Good Riddance uh, B-side. So it was it was included. It wasn't a total outsider. Not entirely. Hmm. Well, that does bring us to track four, which is an outsider. This is Outsider. Oh, I totally missed that transition. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one, just off the top of my head, sounds so much like a uh, Ramon song. And you're correct in that. Is yeah. that seriously true? It is a cover of a Ramon song. It is. Okay. Seriously? Because yeah. I didn't like... Uh, you I didn't look that embarrassingly up? Embarrassingly didn't know that. No, oh, I wow. Not. I was well, I, yeah, I didn't, know, I, was, I didn't know it either. I just I read that. As I was listening to this album, I was going like, oh, this will be a fun, a, a clever little thing I say. It's like, well, this, does, <laughs> this reminds me of the Ramones. But it, so it, fuck me, it actually is the Ramones. <laughs> so you're That's even better. That is, that's even better. No, that makes it a clever thing to say to a really stupid thing to say. <laughs> if you hadn't admitted that you didn't realize, oh, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So they did a little cover of the Ramones here. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's a very effective cover. Uh, Ramones are clearly a huge influence on Green Day. They are. Uh, they so are. it makes sense that they would, they, you know, gel. I'm Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but, you know, it's it's okay. I think I'm, well, not, I'm not a huge Ramones fan in the first place, so that's also part of, part of it. You know, um... I'm out here in LA. I don't like to be. I don't like to toot my own horn. I don't like to, you know, just be kind of the 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 cliche of what it happens to people when they move to LA. But I know a lot of babes out here, a lot of model <laughs> types, real smoke and tens, mm-hmm. and they always ask me, you know, because I'm 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 not looking, but they always ask me, uh, you know, hey CBD, do you have anyone, you know, I could hook up with? I have a a, a modeling gig in Seattle next week. I just kind of want to meet up with someone for one night, like I'll, <laughs> any anyone. And I go, you know, I I do know, I know someone up in Seattle, but he don't want to fall in love. So <laughs> I I just don't, and I leave it at that. That was the longest, uh, most complicated transition. Holy shit! Uh, I think it was well worth it, and it's all. It true. was. It was. Um, that was beautiful. It, Thank you. It's all true. Uh, but it does happen to bring us to track five, which is Don't Want to Fall in Love. This is one of my personal favorites on the album. I love this kind of uh, shuffly. I, uh, I don't know. Intro. Yeah, shuffly is yeah, shuffly dancey. is a very accurate. I think this is incredible. It sort of feels like a rodeo, song. something you'd hear at like a rodeo or something. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, I just, I, even right now, I can't help but bob my head to this. I love this I song, and I love the, uh, it's, a, it's a very kind of a, written in the, a very classic kind of a dance style but it's mm-hmm. all don't don't want to fall in love it's not a love song on the dance floor it's a don't want to fall in love on the dance floor song <laughs> um and i i, I want to learn this and play it at campfires i think it's such a fun song with a very memorable melody i suppose i suppose you're right i suppose you're right i think it's it kind of fun i think rough. it's fun and funny but i just i, I don't know funny. it doesn't do much for me this may sound a little rough. Don't want to fall in love. I love it. And mm. I love it. He said, don't fall in love. I did. Because I love it. <laughs> so where would, what, uh, what album would you say that, that might have been from, Chris? Um, I think you're wrong, by the way. It's a great song. Um, okay. I just want to have that on record. And I think it's from Warning. It's from Dookie. What? Really? Yeah. 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 No way. I know. I actually, I actually got that one right. I, uh, I just, it seems like it's sort of a funny, a jokey song, you know, which the sort of what they're all about in that era. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dookie. 
Like that, that could replace all I, by I, myself or something or like dominate. I mean, that's a much life. better song than all by myself. This that's a whole proper song. All by myself is an improvised piece of shit that they did in the closet. <laughs> that's true. That's it's like, true. It's a sket. It's like when Eminem has like an interlude. It's like bullshit. Mm. But but I mean it's meant to well, be. I'm but, like, sorry. Don't, yeah. don't want to fall in love is a real proper song. And anyone who doesn't treat uh, it as such, I don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't know if it should it counts as a real proper song. No, I'm sorry. When grandpa comes in, you offer him the lazy boy. Okay, the kids can sit on the floor. This is a real song. <laughs> it's it's not uh, a real song on not a real album. And it, okay, and it was a B side for Geek Stink Breath. Mm-hmm. Is that song enough for you? I mean Geek Stink Breath is a song, yeah. So the but it's a B-side. It it's a B-side. It's not a real song. God damn it. You're so ignorant. You're so ignorant of just how, you know, songs are, all songs are created equal. No. Albums no, are created no. equal. Oh, no. geez. Okay. No. And again, to my future, the, to the future generations hearing this, looking back, I am sorry. These were different times. He felt he could talk this way. I do not endorse this type of ig- ignorant behavior. I will always stand uh, by this. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, frankly, knowing you, Colin, is yeah. starting to feel like an act of espionage. Oh my God! And okay. uh, our, our our track six here is, uh, in fact, espionage. You might have guessed. Um, and this is from the Austin Powers movie. I wish it was cut. If it was cut in half, it is just a little bit too repetitive for me. That's fair. That's fair. So, like, if it was maybe a bit shorter, but but you know, it, it, it's cool. I think they show that they can do at least a basic version of this genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to offer a quick uh, correction. I don't know if this is a fan cliche, but I'm calling myself out, certainly. Um, on a previous episode, I believe I said that uh, espionage was on international super hits, and it is, in fact, on shenanigans. I do apologize. God, how could you make a mistake like that? I kneel beneath your sword and beg for mercy. O king. I'll spare you this time. Thank you. <laughs> For all your, your rings. Penis rings. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> anyway. So that, yeah, that song's whatever. And, and you, you kind of hear that once. I think you've heard it. You, you're, you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess it, it was a B-side for Hitch and Ride, which, should, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not your favorite on but, there, uh, it sounds like, but okay. Anyways, you know, something, this is kind of stereotypical. I, 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 you know, we talked about it earlier. I live in LA. We're kind of down to earth, little salt of the earth people. But you're up in Seattle and it's just like half the people there are just screaming, I want to be on TV. I, and I, I frankly, I think it's kind of sickening. I don't think that's true. That but you in Seattle can live amongst all those media whores. If that's what you need to say, that's what you need to say in order to trans transfer over to the next song then, then fine so be it it isn't i could have made it about la but i made it about you that's true Anyways, that's true this is track seven i want to be on tv rolls right off the tongue this is a tiny like super short little song like just over a minute yeah it's a buck um, 17 and it sounds like just like super early green day to me um yeah like i almost thought like this could be on 39 smooth this this to me is very reminiscent of like the Sex Pistols, which was yeah. the other clever thing I thought to say. <laughs> nice, but luckily, it really does. Is that, luckily is that for you, of... this is not a this is not a yeah. uh, cover of Sex Pistols. However, it is a cover. Oh, I... oh no! <laughs> what is it? Is it a cover? Of Fang. I've never even heard of them, but Fang a Fang song. Yeah. Oh okay. Have you ever heard oh, of those man. those guys? Uh, I'm sure they're punk legends. That's very cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's just another one that doesn't do do much for me. When it does well, you're, I, I don't know. It's just like I, 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 th- I think about you and your lack of enthusiasm about all these songs, and like I just I'm coming at it with so much excitement, and you're kind of making me feel like a piece of shit. Like I just kind of feel like a scumbag. <sighs> like you're kind of crushing on my joy here. Like this next song, for instance, track eight is scumbag. Yes. I don't like it's one of my favorites and I'm worried to even play it now because I think you're going to make fun of it. We'll see. You know, I mean, there's only one way to find out, right? All right. Let's do it. Come on. That's a kick in the ass. That's great. Meh. You know, meh, meh. This is, oh, this is, this is classic. 
Green Day. Why? Like, what in particular makes this oh song so God. much better than, like, any other Green Day no, song? No, it's on par. It's on par is what I'm saying. But, like, does it add something? Scumbag like, with permission. Scumbag with ambition. But, it's like, so really, good. like, if this was on one of their other albums, would you not think that this, like, maybe should be one that should be cut? Like, this song could has aged so well. This could be about the president. This song is so good. It's about the piece, how pieces of shit succeed in the world. It's so fucking good. This is like a timeless tale. <laughs> Scumbag with ambition. Oh, it's so good. I just feel like there's a million Green Day songs with both the same similar lyrical content and almost the same like instrumental, you know? Huh. It's just, yeah, it's just not very uh, interesting is all it comes down to. You know, well, you know, we've said it before, you know, it's uh, it's hard to be wrong. You know, and I'm sorry that in whatever fucking goat farm you were raised in, like some donkey kicked you in the brain. Jesus. And you think that scumbag's not a good song. Oh, but, my God. You know, that's insulting that to people who've actually harsh. been kicked in the brain, dude. By a donkey? Yes. Is that called donkey brains? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that's from? I don't know. Um... Either way, either way, I'm just. I mean, after I all, I played, after all, I played this, the donkey like, scumbag. He'd like it. God. <laughs> after all this, this blatant favoritism towards all these not that interesting Green Day songs, I'm just really tired of waiting for you to come around, Chris. Oh God, bless you, Jesus Christ! Now look at him trying on the the transitions. <laughs> oh, does um, daddy suit look fun on you it was yeah, fun was it was good. fun well, i, yeah, I get i get why you're so into it um anyway i want to add real fast mm -hmm. i want to add real fast that scumbag was uh written by mike lyrics were written by mike which is fun yeah and good yeah. for him that is cool and also it was off the warning sessions in any case this is uh track nine i believe it's called tired of waiting for you and this is kind of i, I more of the uh I don't know, Green Day doing the more kind of a fun acoustic pop song. Yeah, this one is pretty pretty interesting um, instrumentally. It, it sort of reminds me of a lot of like Nimrod tracks, I thought. Like it almost oh, okay. it almost sounds a little bit like um, that instrumental one, uh, Last Ride In. Oh, yeah. Something about... This to me just reminds me so much of the Beatles. I think this is like nearly a Beatles ripoff. That is so funny you say that because it uh, is actually another cover, and Wait, it's original. And it's originally oh it's originally a Kinks song, which oh I think we all know the Kinks God. are just like a ripoff of the Beatles, really. So no, the uh, pardon you, the Kinks. Uh, by the way, I mean, and are kind of better in some ways. Oof. I mean, I love the Beatles. I really do. I'm not one of those people who's a snob, but I, I the Kinks are really fantastic. Wow. Um, okay. I, I have got to check out the Kinks. I, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, Green Day certainly lifting enough from them. So they, they you know, kind of took that baseline from for warning, which is mm -hmm. fine. I think they made their own original song. Uh, but then here they're covering them. And I am so embarrassed that each song that I'm saying doesn't sound like, like sounds like another artist is actually a cover. I think it's so. I think it's cool though that you're like able to pick that out. You know, you can tell. But the embarrassment is like you don't know that song. Like this is re this really is proof. Well, I'm these aren't these aren't particular. These aren't particularly famous songs. I don't think you know. Nonetheless, I like like to think I'm a Kinks fan, and I didn't even recognize this. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. Well. And now everyone knows. <laughs> but that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I like a, I like Ray that Davies. One. Yeah, and this was and so and a lot of these, by the way, a lot of these, by the way, were, I'm noticing a lot of these tracks were for soundtracks. So in many ways, this is them compiling songs they'd written for soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. So one thing to note is that they'd already been paid probably in a massive amount for these little songs, and now they're like selling them again. So oh, yeah, I didn't. That's think about that's an interesting way of looking at this album too. Um, because all this, all these tracks have been released and bought on with in kind of soundtrack compilation albums on, on their own regard and now they're making kind of their own this is the soundtrack of all their soundtracks <laughs> that's yeah that's pretty accurate that's mm -hmm. how people should view shenanigans soundtrack yeah. of the soundtracks oh now it's the basket case b-side i know is that wild oh that's really cool actually yeah but anyways you you were about to do a uh 
a, a slick little transition. Yeah. yeah. Thank I, you. I, now, so yeah, do that. <laughs> you trampled slick, all the fuck it. over it. God. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you sick of me? Ugh. Thanks for stealing the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> so this is track 10. This is sick of me. Um, I, you know, uh, frankly, I think the audience is sick of us, but this is sick of me. Uh, Can't blame them. See, and this this to me is another one that I think is quintessential Green Day. I don't. I wouldn't trade it this for all the gold in the world. Oh man, I just you just keep talking these up like way too high. I guess is like I don't know. It's it's a good track, but I I just. Oh my God! Listen to this. It's good. And, it's and, good. And, and it's another quintessential great Green Day topic. I know that you're sick of me in a relationship. He's just being like. Like again, not enough people sick about sing mm. about these uh, odd negative moments and and celebrate them in these fantastic songs. I love Billy doing this. Yeah, but you were saying. I mean, I mean the more okay, the more as as the song keeps going on. I I do like this song. Don't get me wrong. For some reason, I like it more than most of the album. But at the end of the day, I feel like it is. It's still more of the same. You know, Green Day have written this song. A, a I, few I agree times. with you, by the way. I I don't think this is the best. The best, but I, I really like it. I don't. I, I I'm not a crazy person, but you know, it is it is the best song in the world. Um, and it was <laughs> the, the hitching a ride B side. I would guess this is probably the Insomniac era. Uh, it is Nimrod, but that is a good okay. guess. I I made yeah. that. I made the same guess because no, it's like the anger, the anger song, and kind of not. Yeah, knowing what's going on in the relationship. Yeah, but I guess that's always going on. Exactly. Yeah. But because I agree. I, day, I think it, it had that sound. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all just rotting, aren't we? Uh, we are. Not to be too depressing. And that brings us to uh, a pretty little track, track 11, Rotting. This is a pretty little track, isn't it? It, it actually is. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd like to dress this track up in a little dress and take it out to the prom. And afterward, go to the five and dime and get malted. <laughs> and it's very existential listening to it is actually kind of an interesting challenge in meditation because it's it is very relaxed and pretty and i think if it was just an instrumental you could like almost fall asleep to it exactly the melody the way he's singing is also very similar but it's all about rotting inside and it's actually about like the physical degradation of one's body yeah um which is kind of a challenging thing to think about especially when it's presented in such a peaceful package i think it's easier to think about the way he's presenting it here i think it's it's nice and pleasant to think about. I think it is, but it sneaks up on you. Yeah, like but then, but then you realize the song before you like process. You're like, oh my god. Yeah, and you process it, and you're like, oh, that's kind of fucked. And then you're like, well, actually, that's kind of nice. Yeah, you're kind of like, well, that's kind of fucked, and you're like, oh, actually, that's that's kind of nice. Yeah. Is there a second guitar in this in this song too? It sounds yes. like there's another um, like guitar melody the, on top of the other one. That pretty lead, that yeah. you're right, that pretty lead interweaves very nicely with the melody. It's gorgeous, yeah. And it's yeah. it's very like sparing, but it's like just enough to add to it. Yeah. So you so you like this one? Oh, I on love this one. Yeah. I think this is my okay. second favorite right after you lied. All right. Okay, yeah. well thank you. I think this and you lied actually are probably the only two I would say could be on another album, one of the other albums like safely. Okay. So this yeah. one Rotting, I think, would probably be warning. Is yeah, warning? that's what I guessed. It? It's not. It's it's from Nimrod. But what? Um, sorry, yeah, no, I I guessed the same. I thought it was in warning too. That sounds so much like warning to me. I know, I know. Oh, which is kind of the looser guitars and and more playing with the guitar tone more, the effects and the the reverb mm-hmm. and all that. Exactly. No. Yeah, but I guess Nimrod they were experimenting quite a lot, so that yeah, that yeah that does track. And I mean, like you but, said at the uh, beginning, like a ton of these are from Nimrod. I think that's that's probably wise because they just they had songs from every genre in that from that uh, album era. Now, Chris, after listening to a song that pleasant, doesn't it make you just want to go do da da? Do da 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 do da da da, like that. Yeah. Wow, just like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Why don't we uh, Why don't we check out track twelve here? Do da da. I'm trying to think like what like what about I'm trying to think of something where like like a little baby who needs to be changed. It's like do da da. <laughs> that would have been better, yeah. Now this this is just kind of more uh like like I, I will perhaps get with you. This song I don't need in my life. <laughs> I I mean I agree. I just like I don't know why this one suddenly got you there. 
I don't know. This one just doesn't grab me in the way the others do. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. what. Uh, can, can I guess what era this is? Is, it, is this Dookie era? Um, it is. It is. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. Oh, I, was looking at the, I was looking at the wrong song. No, my bad. Uh, it's Insomniac. Of all, Insomniac. Yeah. Okay. Closer, though. Okay. Yeah, I, I see know. that. I would not have guessed Insomniac, I feel like. It's it's interesting that he's um, he's singing Stuck With Me, and that is a single off of Insomniac. Oh. Uh, so there, you know, and I, Green Day does this often where there's some kind of lyrical connection, uh, you know, on, on album. the album between yeah. multiple tracks, which I, yeah. I love that they do that. It kind of makes even albums that aren't officially concept albums have some interconnectivity. Right. Um, That's always so a that fun actually, little thing they, to, to discover. Actually, as you maybe just with album. that fact alone, I do kind of like having this song out there just to kind of mm-hmm. see that connection. Yeah. Honestly, pointing that out, that, that, that makes it more interesting to me as well. Definitely. But overall, I do still think it's a kind of another basic Green Day track. At the end of the day, it's just like you know the horror with father issues. It's like do da da. Exactly. Yes, I'm cutting that. That wasn't good. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not appropriate to say. Um, uh, you know, I, you know, frankly, I'm sorry. I'm 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 not acting my right self. Frankly, I should be on the wagon. Uh, I've been hitching a ride, but you know, frankly, I just need to track thirteen get on the wagon you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know what you're saying you know this, this is, is another like very slow trawling yeah this is like if hitching a ride like smoked a bowl and just relaxed for a little bit yeah I, I, so i i assume you agree this is kind of the spiritual this is the sequel kind of song to hitching a ride a little bit yeah right i feel and, it and it and again it's those lyrical connections i believe of you know hitching a ride he's like i'm off the wagon and i'm hitching a ride Mm-hmm. And now he's going singing basically in, in a much more lazy, less stressful, rocking song, kind of being like, I'm, "I'm on the wagon." Yeah, and, and it's it's just kind of that kind of the sleepy morning of, of just kind of riding on the wagon, mm-hmm. trying to start all over. With that said, though, uh, does that mean you would you would suspect this to be from um, Nimrod? I strongly suspect this is from Nimrod. Is that correct? It is from Dookie, actually. So Are it was actually before Hitching a Ride, which which God I thought was it. pretty. Shocking. I swear to God, I, who, I know. I, I guess Nimrod to too. About I guess this? I a lot of these these incorrect guesses were were on the same page about, which means that Green Day is wrong. I would say. Yeah, they really are. They should really record those more in a more appropriate. Yeah, order. they should rewrite yeah. history for sure. So on the wagon, I I mean I don't really know when Hitching a Ride was written exactly, but I'm that's true. On the wagon was being considered for an album before long before hitch and ride was mm-hmm. that's very interesting yeah and again we were trying to tracking billy kind of tracking his own you know um perhaps needs to 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 party a little less all, all the way back through in the early 90s singing singing multiple songs about it but that's on the wagon i i, I again i like that one i think it's a sleepy little song and uh yeah i i, I like that one a lot i'm, yeah. I'm scared by what yeah, you're honestly say. this no, honestly, I I kind of like this one too. It's it's relaxed, it's it's pleasant, you know. And it was a basket case B side, son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. This one I think is right up there with Rodney. Yeah, okay. I was just yeah. say this next one is like I don't even want to make jokes about. This is the last track. It's track fourteen, and I don't even want to make jokes about it. You know. Yeah. Because because there's nothing. It's already funny. it's already a joke. It's already a joke, and it's not it's not even funny. No. Ha ha! You're dead. And this is track 14. It's called Ha Ha You're Dead. And like, I don't get it. I don't think it's funny and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think it's and, really supposed no. to be funny. It's, and I think I think you should also, we should also note that it's from, or it's written by uh, Mike. And I oh, think, is it really? Yeah, and I, I just, I gotta say, lyrically, I just don't think Mike's, I mean, obviously he's he doesn't quite have it in him compared to, to Billy. He's not quite the poet. He's not quite the poet. Yeah. But Though he's, said, he's got the same anger in his veins, I would say. I, I really like this song, though. You do? I actually really do. Why? I think uh, it rocks. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it rocks hard. Uh, no, I, 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 well, I do. I, I, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's written about the guy on Gilman Street um, who died, who, had, who apparently had been really said a bunch of awful things about them and really was active in cutting them out of the scene. Okay. Um, but beyond that, I just, I think the chord progression, I think the melody at the end uh-huh. uh, 
the kind of the final because it kind of it starts off kind of slow and chuggy and then it really takes off and gets really rocky in the last half mm-hmm. and i think it's just a fantastic build and it's a good closer on the album hmm. um and yeah it's like a very like immature attitude to take yeah exactly but it's but like you like i at no. least it's real though like we've said so it's many real times before. and the song exists and like i don't like i I used to listen to this song a ton in high school i really, really? yeah that's pretty I, funny. I just think the chord progression like mostly i think the chord progression the arrangement's really nice interesting okay yeah well you, but you, know, you don't agree i i don't i don't hate it but uh yeah no i i don't think it's particularly interesting i would never really listen to it on on its own i don't think but you know, now that you're pointing it out, you know the the chord progression is pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't is. have really thought about it before. It almost like is reminiscent of like an Irish song, like a a pub song. You know. I don't know why yeah. I'm thinking that, no, but it okay, like reminds me of, of like hoisting pints in the pub. You know. Like it it is by far very high school feeling vibes, but I <laughs> definitely. I don't know. I'm down. Yeah, it's okay. So Chris, <laughs> what would you cut? What would you keep? You think? You know, that's, I think we're going to differ here because I would keep most things. Yeah. I, <laughs> I Just to wrap through it real fast, I would keep Suffocate. I would like like to give a haircut to Desensitize, but at the end of the day, I don't care. I'd keep it. You Lied, I'd keep. Outsider, I'd keep. Don't Want to Fall in Love is one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Espionage, I, I you know, I could lose. Uh, <laughs> but again, it's cool to see you into that. I want to be on TV. I'd keep that. Scumbag, I'd keep for days. Another one of my absolute favorites. Tired of Waiting on You? Yes sick of me yes uh rotting yep do da da stick it on in on the wagon off the wagon i love this shit haha ha, you're dead thank you wow i think the only thing i cut there was what maybe espionage yeah i think that was i the only really one. like this album that's crazy I'm like, to me i'm getting my full weight behind this album wow okay i'm trying i'm trying to lose a little weight but i'm willing to put my full weight behind this album I mean, I I respect that, you know. It's it's taking a tough position on a tough issue. Yeah, but. I, I, this is kind of you know Israel Palestine shenanigans. Just these are kind of the rough talks we have to have. I know, yeah. But I'm it willing has to, to happen go there. at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, you you run through it. Tell me, I'm, I'm worried. This kind okay. of scissors. Let's do it. Suffocate. I would cut. Desensitized. Fuck you. I would. <laughs> I would probably cut too. Fucking bastard. Uh, although I like it more than suffocate. Um, you lied. I like a lot. In fact, that I would like actually put on Nimrod or whatever album it was for. Uh, Outsider is okay. I'd cut it though. Um, <laughs> Don't all fall in love is okay. God, I guess I would, I would probably keep that one. Oh yeah, you would. Espionage, Don't. I actually really like. Espionage, I definitely keep. Of course you do. <laughs> um. Man, I don't want or I want to be on TV. I'd cut scumbag. I'd cut tired of waiting for you. I would. Oh my gosh. I would probably cut knife in the back with the blood trickle down. Sick of me. I would cut rotting. I would keep do da da. I would cut on the wagon. Oh my gosh. On the wagon. I would keep. Ha ha. You're dead. I'd probably keep too. So I think about half the album. I would. I would axe. You want a little EP? Yeah. Yeah. Or even you better, want... I, or even better. I just want the songs that like from the eras that I really like to go on their like respective albums, you know. And then the other songs, I wouldn't really care that much if I never heard. So like, so, really, really, I think "You Lied," "Rotting," and "On the Wagon" should all go on their their proper albums, and the rest of the album I wouldn't care to hear. So basically, um, you you want a shenanigan? You don't really want shenanigans. No. No. You, you want, like, kind of one shenanigan. I think I want some very lighthearted, like, horseplay. It's just a little tomfoolery. Just a teensy bit, yeah. Just the teensiest bit. Yeah. Not tomfooleries. tomfoolery. Not, like, get kicked out of the, like, pool tomfoolery, but, like... Yeah, yeah. But, like, just lightly tease the, the lifeguard tomfoolery. You know? mm, kind of tease him by almost drowning. Yeah, you know. Yeah. They really that's they kind, think that's, that's hilarious. With the lifeguard is by trying to die through <laughs> drowning, and if he saves me, I know we have something going on. Any last thoughts <laughs> on shenanigans, my good friend? Um, no, no. I think I think I've said it all. Any any plugs or drugs? No plugs and uh, few drugs. Few drugs. Will you be safe now? All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You you only take what's prescribed. Always know your dealer. 
and uh, know your limits. I'll try. I'll try. No promises. Don't try. Do or do not do. There is no try. Oh, wow. How wise, said, uh, Chris. Said this guy I knew one time. Oh, okay. His name was Sabo. Uh, any plugs over here? Basically, this is Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Thanks for listening once again. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at Green Day Podcast. You can check us out on YouTube for clips. Uh, please follow us on Podomatic. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Just listen. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Comment. Rate. Like. Uh, whatever you do, share with your friends. And yeah, just keep rocking Green Day. Uh, we're counting down to Father of All, and we cannot wait to be back next week uh with something that i think everyone's gonna be very excited about oh my gosh oh my gosh i hope that's what i think it is that's right american idiot we're covering the network god damn it the network's good very excited everyone's nipples are very hard right now because we're gonna be covering the network money 2020 uh one of green day's side projects you know, or not, whatever, fuck it. But I just love getting Colin very excited for American Idiot and <laughs> pulling the rug out from underneath him. God, it is so oh, painful. Every That's week. My rush. Every week. And in conclusion, and now you're telling me that things have changed and you'll be leaving in a couple of days. <gasps> you're going to change the world someday, scumbag with a vision. Yeah, you're telling me. Farewell. Farewell. Remember to keep it on Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Woo.